Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Sumawong. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Nicole join us. Nicole, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Hi, my name is Nicole O'Brien. I am a marketing for a services firm in the legal space uh, called Tico and Zavari, and uh, they've got offices in DC, Silicon Valley, and I handle all of their sales enablement areas, and I've set up all of uh, demand generation for the firm and all of the digital marketing and everything from soup to nuts for them. Fantastic. Well, we're excited to have you, Nicole. Uh, You have an extensive background in the sales enablement industry and in marketing. So how has your your background in marketing contributed to your success in sales enablement? The marketing background really for me, um, which the, the pieces that have been the most my success has been the ability to create content, um, the ability to write and be able to look at uh, customer personas, you know, the buyer's journey and identifying which messages would resonate, really developing those pieces of content. Now, over the years, content's becoming much more important. The creation of content and the identification of messages were going to be so important. And now it's really moving more to what you can deliver and how you deliver it to, uh, to the client across the journey. So that it, within sales enablement has become really, really cr- critical. Absolutely. What advice do you have for people looking to transition from other fields, such as marketing, to the sales enablement profession? I know from marketing, uh, the skills that you really need if you're going to transition to a purely sales enablement role is to understand that the sales enablement piece of this is what it's the glue that connects marketing and sales. So the sales enablement, that is like the necessary, important connection that makes that whole stream of flow from marketing, you know, from marketing leads and marketing messages and all of that straight into sales and enabling, giving all that to sales, making sure that those touch points are made and that they are equipped to go to the next step with their customer. Um, so the skills there, you know, they're very, they're varied, um, for marketing, you need to really know, know the content creation piece of it. And hopefully if you were successful in a marketing role, that you would have that skill already in place. Um, also the technology around it, you really, a lot of marketing people don't pay too much attention or the traditional marketing people don't pay too much, too much attention to the uh, digital uh, piece of this as far as like like sales operations and marketing operations. Um, Usually those are sort of two distinct areas and you really need to know the technology that connects so that you can can use that technology to work in that whole department. Like it's a very technology centric. You need to know how training works. You need to know, you know, how, um, you know, upskilling works and you need to know what they, you know, how to create these pieces. Um, But there's a lot of overlap. So it really isn't a big, uh, it's not a big lift. Um, If you're coming from nowhere that has anything to do with marketing or sales, it's a bigger lift. You just need to go in and get some training and make sure that you, um, 
you know, are, are up to date on what's going on in the enablement space and um, get those skills in order to get in the door. And then once you're in the door, you can, you need to focus on developing even further. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now on that, on that very point in, from your perspective, what skills and expertise are needed to excel in sales enablement roles? Um, I think you need to have a lot of patience. I think that's the number one thing. Um, but I, I think, you know, patience and uh, perseverance, tenacity, of course. Um, but you need to really uh, understand the, the content piece of it, the creation of it, the strategy around um, delivery of, um, of equipping the salesperson uh, with the right tools at the right time, at the right correct point of the customer's journey. You know, every message is going to be different depending on how they, how they go through that, that flow. And um, you really need to be technology savvy and be, or be interested in really learning. Um, and you need to be forward looking and anticipate a lot of uh, change that's going to happen and a lot of it's really moving fast. So I think you really need to have those skills, know, know what the salesperson needs, know how the selling is done. Every organization is different. Every sales team is different. They do have similarities, but depending on, you know, the environment that you walk into, um, you're going to need a different skill set. But the basic ones are really knowing the sales chain, knowing how marketing interfaces with sales, knowing what those touch points are, finding out within your organization what is a little what has friction and what doesn't and focusing on the pieces to make that frictionless focusing on on making sure that all of the flow between marketing and uh, sales is is completely smooth those are i think the key areas absolutely absolutely now what advice do you have for how sales enablement practitioners can develop some of these critical skills or knowledge there are a ton of training um opportunities out there. I know a, a lot of, there's a lot of training within an organization. Once you arrive, um, you should really be skilled in knowing what training platforms are out there, how sales training works within your organization, how, um, you know, what the technology is, what the automation looks like between, you know, on how the sale moves through this, this CRM system, you really need to know all of that. Absolutely. Did you um, ever have an, a mentor in sales enablement or somebody that you felt you could go to for advice? Yeah, I've always um, had a mentor. I, I've been really fortunate. So I, I've had several throughout my career. Um, but, uh, and I, I have a mentor now. So um, I think that's really important to, if you can get that relationship and um, have that, that person give you advice and be able to, uh, you know, walk through problems with you or challenges that you might be having, um, learning how to, uh, you know, navigate, you know, different areas. Uh, you know, I've, I've had several different um, mentors. So if that, if there's a mentorship program somewhere that um, you can get involved with, you definitely should. Uh, you should also not expect some, a whole lot from your mentor or not expect, I know there's a lot of people that just go up and ask some, somebody to be their mentor and they're like, ah, that's kind of not the way you do it. But um, there's tons of programs out there that you can hook up with for mentorship. There's also, you know, there's a lot of training programs that you can have 
for sales enablement. And some of them come from the actual, you know, sales CRM um, areas. And also I, I want to mention, you know, I've even universities now have sales enablement uh, training. Some of them are continuing education and some of them are, you know, part of an undergraduate degree uh, related to sales. So um, there's a lot of new things out there and a lot more opportunity um, to really get plugged in. That's fantastic. Now, on that pivot, I'd love to hear from you how you've seen the sales enablement profession evolve over the years. How do you think it will continue to evolve in the years to come? Yeah, um, I was one of the five people that helped found the Sales Enablement Society. I should have mentioned that. Um, we were all in a, I was in the marketing role. There's a lot of people who were in the, uh, you know, the sales role or, you know, even the analyst role. And um, there was no connection in our organizations between sales and marketing for me. Um, and those created the largest headaches. So we used to joke about, we are in charge of all of the broken things um, in our organization. So if it was broken, they would give it to us. Um, so that was how the Sales Enablement Society started. We, we really just uh, started out as like a meetup group in, um, in DC. And um, we've grown now to, uh, let's see, 60 chapters in 30 countries and more than 8,000 members. So back then, that was four years ago, um, it was a very primitive atmosphere. There was not a lot going on in sales enablement. I don't even think that the term was readily used. And so it sort of, it was born and then now it's, it's just growing and it's growing rapidly. And I think it's because the pace of change is so great. There are, um, there's so many gains in technology and how that's moved the sales and profession forward that um, it's mind boggling. So that's how you grow from five to 8,000 members is, is having that much growth and that much speed happening in four years. It's, it's insane. So there, there has been a huge awareness that has happened over the past four years and it will continue because it is uh it's really a developing industry where marketing and sales are finally connected with something that we can name and that 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 thing is sales enablement and that now is hopefully a department or a process or a a very defined thing that happens in between as you know in between one and the other and the whole the whole of it all is completely a you know frictionless wonderful microcosm of productivity and sales excellence so that's what sales enablement does it really when it's working well it is the success is the revenue driver of a company and i think people are finally putting their finger on it defining it tweaking it um, finding new ways to, to look for success, to develop success, to have all of that expand and be a revenue generator. We've managed to, just as, a, as an industry, we've managed to uplift the sales enablement role, name it something, make it a career, right? So now you have actual sales enablement, you know, there's VPs of sales enablement now, which very, very few four years ago. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think I knew one four years ago. All of that has completely grown and we've elevated the conversation to 
not a series of like sales training exercises or CRM movements or, you know, persona driven content. You know, those were activities before and now it's a program. Now there are best practices emerging. The technology is flexing in order to meet what we need, what we find out, what, what will make it more frictionless. All of that is just, it's just has culminated into a, just a huge growth and great opportunity career-wise. Um, you know, everybody wants to be part of that growth engine in a co corporation. So uh, that we're really moving that, that needle forward. We're not quite there yet. Uh, it's still developing. The technology is going to take it a lot farther. It probably won't look the same now as the same in four years as it does now, which is the good news. I mean, we'll have uh, so many different things happening in probably the next five to 10 years. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, things are, are radically evolving in our space. Yeah. Now, as sales enablement continues to grow, you know, I, I think I think you're right. It started with people coming from you know, definitely slightly different backgrounds or perspectives within the organization. And it, it's kind of, it, for a lot of organizations now kind of congealed around this notion of what sales enablement is. You're right, it's like a defined practice or department within an organization or even a discipline. Now, as that happens, though, I think that there's um, the, the next evolution is that there become more opportunities for, you know, practitioners to actually specialize in roles. So what are some of the specializations in sales enablement that you've seen spin out over the last few years? Um, there's specializing in just training, in, in just content management and development. Um, there's content management systems now, you know, in, Right in a, that are just as sophisticated as the CRM systems, you know that that we manage. Very specific roles in um, managing sort of sales ops positions that have also, you know, broadened their scope into um, into like digital performance. Social media has really had a huge effect on on the whole um, chain. Social, the you know, the rise of social media and digital marketing has completely changed the landscape of what we do. Um, you know, there are no longer, there's really, there's no more advertising departments really in, in large companies anymore. There are digital, um, you know, online management that we do, you know, in-house now rather than go out. So those specialties, it really depends on it. And it's still at the point where it really, really depends on your organization and where you enter because not every organization unfortunately is the same there are, some have very developed sales enablement programs that are its own distinct department with its own sales enablement hierarchy of roles and responsibilities and there are others that are sort of sales enablement you know positions that are within you know, the sales or marketing area that might call it sales enablement, or it might be a department of like one or two or three people. It really depends. But um, the specific roles that have really emerged are sort of sales enablement training and sales enablement um, content management and sort of persona development, but more like persona delivery those are emerging and anything that is a specialty in one particular sales enablement technology is always a good place to be. So. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Nicole, I've really enjoyed our conversation. I guess to close out for our audience, I'd love to hear from you. What are some steps that you would recommend sales enablement practitioners take in order to advance their careers? I would recommend that you look into which part of sales enablement, um, you know, get smart on the sales enablement profession, you know, feel out where you think you belong and get trained in that area. If you don't have that training, leverage what you have um, already learned and apply it in that way and, and, you know, get trained if you need it. But get yourself into a position where you are either, you know, within the sales enablement department and you can grow that way, but make sure that you know the technology, where it's going, and you need to be, you know, a couple steps ahead. So um, make sure to network and figure out ways to elevate your role and um, focus on, you know, revenue and um, ROI and making sure that everything you do can be measured and um, those, those are, that's the advice that I have to somebody who is just coming in or even somebody who has been around or needs to, wants to move into an enablement role from a different area. Um, even product, there's a lot of product managers now that are going into sales enablement. Um, and it's very, it's, it's similar, but different. Um, but those, there's a lot of skills that uh, cross. So it's easy to, you know, to develop into a sales enable, a purely sales enablement role. Absolutely. Nicole, thank you again so much for joining us today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Sure. Thank you, Shauna. It was wonderful to be with you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement experts, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.